This is Talk It Out Podcast, and this is KT. And this is Gabby, and Joy, unfortunately, is not here with us, but she'll be back. So, audibletrial.com slash talk it out. Today's topic is going to be a two a two way topic. First we're gonna talk about um our man Colin of the forty ers who's been causing quite a stir in the media. And we're also gonna talk about just media manipulation. So um we we don't really wanna go over the logistics. You know Colin, you know what the man did. He he sat down doing the national anthem, he's caused a lot of stir and controversy. And we're just pretty much gonna talk about the controversy of it. And, um, and why it's controversial? Why it's controversial, and what it means to be an athlete or a celebrity as a black person, right? Or a marginalized person. A lot of people have came back and said things like, you know, well, Colin, he's rich. He's not. Pri- he's not. You know, he's privileged. He's not this type of person. Like he's not being murdered by the police or targeted by the police. And you know, he. They have showed like pictures on social media of him and his fancy cars and like like that even, you know, to me, like that even makes a difference whether he's being, you know, targeted by the police or not. And why does that even apply to him sitting down? But, you know, um, and then there's a lot of people also saying that, uh, you know, why is he sitting because this is America and it's disrespectful and like. Just just basically going on and on about how awful of a person he is because he sat down. I even the worst thing is I even seen a video of this white guy who had one of his jerseys and also had another one of the, the jerseys on of the, the football team or whatever. And uh, it wasn't like he had Collins jersey hanging up in a tree and burning it. Yeah, I, I saw that one. Was a, that what was, kind of? That that's like pretty funny. I mean, people do that anyway. That's it, not funny. Like if, hanging in a tree. No, and was it hanging it? in a tree? Was it hanging in a tree? Yes, it was hanging oh, in a tree. I just thought, you know, people they burn jerseys off for anything. They burned the jersey because Kevin Durant left. They like, okay, see so. But they I didn't. I didn't see. I didn't see the the tree part. But um, yes, that controversy is like. I mean, I understand. I don't understand it, but I knew. That will probably be a response because a lot of like majority of the NFL fans are white because majority of America is white. And these people, the thing about being a celebrity and thing about being an athlete is these people in their minds, they kind of think that they own you. And they kind of think that's why people get so outraged when you have any type of opinion as an athlete or celebrity. They're like, I support you. I pay money. I bought your jersey. I did this. So you, you must do everything do, for me. You must do what I say. You must, you know, or whatever. And that's why people are like going on there, calling him the N word, calling him a disgrace, calling him whatever, when it's not really that much of a, a big deal. And while I was on Facebook during this whole fiasco, um, this, this woman that I'm Facebook friends with, and she's cool and uh yeah she's cool uh but she shared this article which was from a conservative website so i didn't expect much but it was uh it was titled a former police officer who shot and killed black teenager pens an open letter to colin and i'm just going to get read a few excerpts out of it the the main things that, sh- that struck me and then we're going to discuss it um so at the beginning, 
he's pretty much saying um, he doesn't agree, of course. And he says, um, um, I've read your statements a few times and want to know, want you to know I'm one of the reasons you are protesting. You see, I'm a retired police officer that had the misfortune of having to shoot and kill a 19-year-old African-American man. And just like you said, I was the recipient of $3,000 a month. And he goes on to how there's not much to make ends meet. We're talking about how they both wear uniforms. And he's like, yes, I know your uniform has probably been had some blood on it. Getting my artery almost ruptured or whatever. And then he's like, okay, I guess that's where our similarities end. I guess that there's that's where similarities end. You entertain for a living and almost 800,000 others around the country serve and protect. Are there some bad apples within my profession? Absolutely. They need to be identified, fired, or arrested. But you know, the vast majority do the right thing, the right way, the right reason. Did I mention seconds before I shot an elderly African-American gentleman walking down the street turned to my partner as I rode past and said, get them. Get who you ask? Okay, I'm sorry, but what? What? How does that even matter? Like, why did the police officer have to include that? Get him! Like, but no, listen, listen to the rest of it. Listen to the rest of it. Like, <laughs> Get who you ask? And this is not a quote. This is what the the guy is saying. The thugs terrorizing an otherwise good and decent neighborhood, home to dozens of good and decent African American families trying to raise their families mm-hmm. in communities not protected by gates and security guards. No, these folks and families depend on Americans' law enforcement. I have buried seven friends killed in the line of duty and three others who have committed suicide. I attend more funerals than I care to remember. Yada yada yada. I'm sorry that you're losing endorsement deals. Um, that's pretty much it. So I mean, pretty much the the gist of the thing is, you'll never know my life. I have a worse life than you, <laughs> so I don't want to hear you complaining. Hopefully, the, the boy was armed when he killed him, but yeah, um, the that black the black people they wanted me to to get the guy. They didn't say kill him. They just said get him. They wanted me to get him. So therefore. I murdered him. Uh, it was justified because the black people wanted me to do it. And it's just like you address none of the issues. All you said to address those that were doing wrong was there are a few bad apples. Right. So like you're not taking responsibility. You're not taking responsibility because there are not a few bad apples. There have been there have been uh, investigations done by the department of justice saying that a lot of these police in these big metropolitan areas even the small ones are filled with racists and not even that they encourage racism in their practices they encourage you to get the the black person they encourage you to get whatever so it's a culture of it it might not be blatant even if the police officers are not themselves racist the culture of it and the way that you police is racist and all Colin was saying was, there are injustices done. These police are getting off. He didn't address the police that are getting off with killing these people. These police are getting off. They're not serving any time. They're getting paid after killing these these uh, unarmed people. Mm-hmm. And all he can say is, well, I killed somebody too. And I had to get paid because if I didn't get paid, we probably would have lost our home or whatever. Not to mention, he, he said it was like $3,000 a month. Now, I don't know about you, Gabby, but I don't make $3,000 a month. Mm-mm. And uh, living on $3,000 a month would be balling for exactly. me. I would be rich. I mean, not rich, rich, but I would be able to make it. I wouldn't have to worry about bills. I would still be able to eat. 
eat and like right now I obviously make a lot less than I probably make half of that in a month so it's I I mean it's I mean that's not even not struggling and you're not even getting you're not even doing any work that's the thing you're getting paid you're not even doing any work you're getting paid to sit on your butt at home like it's just I don't know it's it's just so and that's that's the thing that's that's gotten me with with the controversy I mean I don't really care uh ain't nobody i'm sure the colin dude don't really care maybe he's losing endorsements or whatever but as far as i mean he knew that as far as just the fans being angry i'm not i'm sure he's not crying uh, at home over these fans but it's just the audacity of these people they're talking down to him they're not even listening to the grievances and all they can say is the only point anybody can say when they're trying to defend or trying to come against what we're saying is black on black crime. That's pretty much what the guy was saying. He was saying there's a black dude right here and he was terrorizing this black community. So I did what I had to do. What does that have to do with what we're talking about? What does that have to do? And then they're like, why don't you protest black on black crime? Okay. But the way to protest black on black crime is not to sit down during the national anthem. The way to protest uh, a system, a judicial system that is unjust Mm -hmm. is to sit down during a national anthem. Like if I want to protest black on black crime, I shouldn't be protesting. I should be doing having doing action. You know what I mean? Community based thing. Right. This. Yeah. It's just it's just crazy. And people don't want to people don't want to deal with the issues. So they always go to that. And it's so annoying. I think, and and I think that's a, a lot of where uh, you know the miscommunication comes from because people don't know how to listen and they don't put themselves in other people's shoes and like uh, that thing that is so important to understand when you are um, trying to understand where someone else is coming from and I don't know if you know anyone else has but I work in customer service and that's like really important what they teach you is like you need to be very sympathetic with people mm-hmm. and understand. Where they're coming from and if you don't do that then you're not going to you're you're not going to be able to relate even even if it has nothing to do with you absolutely nothing I'm white this doesn't affect me in any way but I you know you still try to be as the most sympathetic as you possibly can because like I said I don't this isn't affecting me I don't know what's going on in their lives or I don't understand you know blacks being targeted by the police and I don't understand that doesn't that doesn't apply to me as a white person. So, you know, I think a lot of times whenever, because, you know, I was talking about how these people are, because I I watch a lot of, or I listen to a lot of radio shows and stuff, and uh, all these people are just talking about how, you know, how how privileged he is and how he's so ungrateful for doing this and losing all types of sponsors and all this other stuff. And, like, like Gabby was saying, you know, I'm sure he knew this, but I'm sure he doesn't care. I think there's a bigger problem than him losing sponsorships. I'm sure he, he knew this was going to happen. Right, and the, the did, fact that he is still standing, standing down, yeah. you know, standing for what he believes in, it, it just shows awesome. you how how uh, much dedicated he is. But the, the funny thing is, like I've seen people talk about this on Facebook, like the main ones that were over there, oh, R.P. Muhammad Ali and posting all the videos of him uh draft dodging um end up going to jail for not going to 
to fight um just protesting america the same ones that that reposted the photo of the the two black athletes with their fists up during the olympics uh the same ones that post um martin luther king the <laughs> fake woke people huh not even that like just white people that post that uh-huh. they they love muhammad ali they love uh, uh martin luther king they love the the two uh track stars that had their fist up they put that in their room but now that it's history and now that it's now it's a different thing that's what i'm talking about that's what i that's what i hate it's like being on the wrong side of history People look back on stuff and they're like, oh, Lord, I would I would have marched with Dr. Martin Luther King. I would have been there. I would have been a part of the civil rights movement. The civil rights movement is still going on. This is a civil rights movement right yeah. now. And the fact that you. It's just you're just you just don't want to deal with the issues. You're more upset about a man sitting down on a song that became the national anthem in the 1930s that had a that had a line about slaves that literally means nothing to you. You're mad about that than about these people getting killed in the streets. No justice. The people that kill them are going away free. They're getting money. George Zimmerman is over here still living his life cutting up. You're not even a, you're not even mad about that, and that's what makes black people so mad, and that's why the Black Lives Matter movement sometimes go as hard goes as hard as it does because it's so frustrating having to be in this world and live with these people that don't care about you at all, and then they say they care about you, but there's there's no action. I have a black friend. I have a black sister. I have a black something like that. Even I have a black I, wife. Uh, all lives matter. Like, but in like uh, that that constitutes them caring, but that doesn't like it. Just you're right. It is. It's really frustrating. Like I didn't even. I've never thought of it like that. But it's kind of like after a while, you're just like, why? Like, why are you not getting it? Like, you have proof, evidence in your face that these children are being murdered, that adults are being murdered, men, women, trans people are being murdered mm-hmm. and by the police and you are more worried about someone setting down. Like why is why is this even trending? This should not trend is my thing. Like this should not be something that's so superficial or so crazy that it has to trend on Twitter and Facebook and everything for like I mean, three weeks. It's good it's a good that it's getting the conversation out there, good. but it's yeah. just frustrating that the conversation is out there and people aren't grabbing to the conversation. It just oh. It just it, it just makes you frustrated. And that's that's the thing about becoming I we talked in our last episode, which was um self hate, confessions of an ex Uncle Tom. When when I became woke and you try to educate other people and they just don't get it and it just becomes so frustrating. Like what are you not getting? What do I have to do to get this to you? And eventually one part of becoming woke is just realizing that you can't and you won't be able to educate everybody sometimes and a lot of times you're just going to get you're going to get tired and you just need to just take a break just stop just take a break and you can't even you can't even watch the news anymore you just kind of just got to be like well let me just take a one month hiatus from all this mess let me let me go on a vacation let me just watch uh cartoons and then i'll i'll be able to tackle it again (laughs) but it it becomes really tiring at at a certain point you always i think we've if you've 
gotten woke you've got to that point where at first you were like oh my god I'm so enlightened let me tell everyone let me comment on everything on Facebook on Twitter uh Instagram and tell people that they're wrong or let me do this and educate and I'll feel like I'm doing something as an activist or as a feminist or you know what you identify as a womanist and uh it gets to a point where you're just like I don't really care. Like at this, like I have told so many people this, right. and so many people have just been like, "Yeah, you know, you're wrong." And so then you just sit back and you're like, "Why? Why should I continue?" Like no exactly. one understands it. Or the I, I at least try to put myself in other people's shoes. Right. I always do that. I'm like, well. I can see where they're coming from. They're coming from a place of privilege. They've never had to experience this. This is something new to them, so they're offended. Or I don't know why, but they are, you know. But if I'm giving you facts, like literal facts, literal data and stuff Mm -hmm. like that, and and you just bypass it by saying, well, I've never seen it. Of course you've never seen it. Just because it doesn't apply to you. You're not who I'm talking. If I'm giving you a stat, I'm giving you data on why horses don't like going to the movies and you say <laughs> well i've never i i know some horses and these horses love going to the movies well good for you those two horses that you know but according to this data 98 percent of horses don't like going to the movies 90 <laughs> uh, a majority of black people are getting discriminated against in the workforce just because you're not black just because the two black people you know that aren't dealing with anything you know they might not even be telling you the whole story but just because your experience tells you something else doesn't mean that it is this truth and this opinion, there's a difference between the two. Yeah. If you're if you're confronted with truth, and you want to give your opinion, that's fine. But you, the, your truth, the truth, and your opinion, they're not on equal playing fields. The truth will always trump. So you're just kind of oh, that reminds wasting me. your time. My mom, one time, we got into this huge argument. This is like whenever I first got to college, I was getting really woken. Like I was just like oh my god you know my whole family is racist and my mom has been flying the confederate flag my whole life (laughs) and um like she said something about you know we all have opinions you know that one saying that's something like we all have a or we all have buttholes and we all have opinions it doesn't mean it's right or whatever yeah and i was just thinking to myself you know like hers is an opinion what i'm saying isn't an opinion right this is not me just coming to you as like oh this hurt my feelings or blah 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 or this is how it shouldn't be how people feel like uh they i think people like that kind of miss that that thing in school in in english class whenever they taught you the difference between a, an opinion and, and a fact like whenever you have certain words at the beginning that means it's opinion opinion i feel i like i i i uh-huh. if it's the something then that's an opinion and and i don't think the individual that we were speaking with today really understood that at that point yeah and at that point we were like forget it because you can't you can't it, yeah it just it just hurts your head yeah. like if I, if I was just I, I got my little debating we did like a little one two one two then I was like that's it I can't you can't do um anymore. because this isn't fruitful you're not gonna learn anything I'm not gonna learn anything I'm just gonna get it's a like headache arguing with a child and I'm wasting time you know so yeah but um yeah so so back to back to Colin um of course of course we're all for it 
and um the people that are that are mostly mad, mad at him are ironically the same people that they call Michelle Obama uh, a monkey, a baby mama. They call um, Barack Obama all kinds of things out of his name, the Thanks, N-word, Obama. whatever. They're the same ones. And I think if we're going to talk about patriotism, patriotism, so you want this guy to support America no matter what. You want him to give, you want to give him to give the respect to America no matter what's going on. Okay. So I need you to give the president and the right. first lady all the respect they deserve, no matter what. You think they're destroying America. You think they're bringing the Syrians in to infiltrate America and bring ISIS and Sharia law to America. Okay. But I need you to give them the same respect that you expect Colin to give to America that is literally right before our eyes, not no secret Illuminati stuff, literally right before our eyes, killing people. And letting the killers go free and discriminating against people and locking them up in jail for for crazy amounts of times for the smallest offenses. I want you to I want you to give the same amount of respect. So we, we can do this. We can do this. OK, Colin, stand up. Now, I want you to give just as much respect to anybody in the elected uh, official realm, any, the president, first lady, whoever. I need you to give the same amount of respect unconditional no matter what he's doing i don't care if obama comes Mm -hmm. over here and he says i'm a muslim and everybody has to put a muslim in their house and you have to have a quran and i'm gonna come into your church and i'm gonna uh, turn all the churches into mosques you better give him the same amount of respect that you expect colin to give to america it's it's just it's just so hypocritical and that's that's really what gets me right i don't care about the other stuff actually i actually just seen something about colin he posted something on twitter and it says I wish they treated police brutality like they're treating me for standing up against it. Exactly. And that's, that's exactly it. it. Like, that's it. That's it. So if you want to be mad at Colin, be mad. Okay, he's unpatriotic. Right. But what's more unpatriotic are these people not upholding their duties as law enforcers to enforce the law and to be fair and to not just kill these people because of willy-nilly. And if they do kill these people, to get put in jail. That's that's America to me. And I think you as a patriot, you should you should be unhypocritical and go go towards these um police officers that are doing this because this is un American. Right. So yeah. This episode is going to be about the media and how it um uses manipulation and how marketing is used to to get us to do certain things we probably don't even think that we wanted to do. And we're also going to talk about social media and how social media has created a culture of flogging, people acting like they get stuff when they don't. Flage. Has created a culture <laughs> of bullying where you can just post a, a photo of you smiling and you can get people all over the world commenting and talking about how you ugly and your hair this and, and that. <laughs> So first, I want to talk about the media. And one example I'm going to, to bring up is uh, we see it, local news. You turn it on, 5 o'clock. The first story they have is somebody that gets shot and killed, uh, somebody that got robbed. They show the mug shot. It's probably of a black man. Oh, God. And uh, it's about 
three or four of those stories straight. Which, That's which it. fuels stereotypes. And so if you just watching that, like if you watch the news every day, you would think that Memphis, all you have to do is walk outside and somebody's going to shoot you in the head. Yes, and it's probably going to be a black man. Let's talk about how the media, like there's plenty of things going on in Memphis. Why, why is that the first story that we see when we turn on the news? Why is it those types of stories? Why isn't the first story a positive story about how this this class of 2016, they all graduated or something like that? Can we talk about um, that? I'm sorry to say, I'm, okay, this is Joy. Uh, as you guys know, in my last podcast, I told you all that I did, um, I graduated with a degree in broadcasting media and what they teach you is that these are the stories that people want to hear. Nobody wants to hear a good story. People only want to hear negative. Um, What they teach you is that you have to have hard-hitting, 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 oh, let's throw in a kicker, something fun with bunny rabbits or anything like that. Hmm. But they they do teach you a hard-hitting story has to tug at some kind of emotion, whether it's hate um, wow. whether it's, um, tearing, crying up, sadness, they they want you to go for those emotions, something that will provoke a response. And here in Memphis, we've gone blind. Nobody is responding anymore because we, it has conditioned us to think, oh, okay, it's just another person getting shot. It doesn't matter. But when you go, when you step outside of Memphis, for people who do not live here and do not know the everyday life of Memphis, they truly think that Memphis is a super dangerous place Mm -hmm. that you can go to the airport, come out and be shot. Trust me, I know this because when I went to school and I used to tell people that I was from Memphis, they used to say, oh, you're from Memphis? You talk so well. Oh, are you from Memphis? Do you know anybody who got shot? I'm like, mm-hmm. what? Like, where did this come from? Like, th- that that's crazy. So I, I have a question for you, Joy. Do you, um, do you think that, or not only Joy, but uh, Gabby too, do you feel like that this is the reason why a lot of people say, hey, uh, the world is getting so bad. It's getting mm-hmm. so bad around here. And all we do is kill and murder and steal people because the media is the ones who are, like, provoking all of this and telling us negative, 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 bunny rabbit or something like that, you know? <laughs> I, 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 I think it has more to do. I think, of course, I think, I think the media is responsible. But I also think it's what we choose to accept from the media. If mm-hmm. we, if we choose to accept murder and violence and um sadness around every corner that's all we're gonna see but if we give them stories to be positive about and and like i say um if it's a story about how um a some guy uh graduated college and then donated everything he earned to um the kids orphanage nobody wants to hear that until unless it's like some super rich guy but if a poor person did that nobody's gonna say anything about it i think we have to choose the stories that we want to hear from the media and that means taking a stand and stop watching the news and and go to your newspapers for your hard-hitting uh reports because what you see and what you read are complete two different things okay so wait 
manipulation. Media manipulates us that way. Um, also, how does media manipulate us advertising-wise? Oh, very much so. As For you know, I, I minored in marketing. <laughs> and pretty much what these people do, or what we did, we learned psychology. And we learned, um, we pretty much learned how to get you to think that you needed something that you didn't even need. How to create a want and how to turn that want into a need. So even like... With children, it's it's super duper easy. That's why they're kind of cutting down on the advertisement you can send to to children. But the easy example example is like in supermarkets. You know, the children's cereal is at the eye, the we call it eye level, the eye level of the children, so that they can get the cereal. If they wouldn't have seen it, they wouldn't have even been asking for it. But it's it's a part of the the recognition. They see it on TV, Fruity Pebbles. Then they see it, it's right there, and then they gravitate Mm -hmm. to them. You know what I'm saying? They probably weren't even thinking about it. But then they saw it on TV, and they saw it again. So they're like, I want that, you know. And then just marketing in general, like, look at the commercials. They spend millions of dollars in 20-second commercials. They spend millions of dollars in 10-seconds commercials for the Super Bowl. If media was not effective in manipulating you, People would not be spending this money. It is very, very effective. I agree. And it just is. You have, it's crazy. It has to be marketing and media. I think I think they're one and the same, but they are so different things. If you're marketing in your business, you're going to want to do something smart. Um, putting cereal at the eye level of children, I'm sorry, but that's smart. I'm just, it is. You know, I'm just no, it is. It. It's smart. smart. But... As far as what the media does put out there, it's, uh, the news aside, um, media in general, television itself, it portrays you to think, especially, and I'm not even going to say especially if you're a, a woman or a teenage girl, if you're a human being, mm-hmm. it trains you to think that you have to think a certain way, act a certain way, be a certain way, look a certain way. Um, it. Okay, for instance, I don't know. I haven't seen very much of the show, but it's a show on um, BET called um, Mary Mary Jane. Being Mary Jane. Yeah, Being Mary Jane. And in the episode that I saw, it was a bigger girl who was dark-skinned. Um, I'm not sure her, of her name. Oh, my God, I don't have my phone to look things up right now. This is kind of a spirit-of-the-moment topic. But I'm not sure of her name, but she plays Nisi on the show. Mm-hmm. And she was pregnant, and she said that she was um she that she had sex with a um I don't know the right term, but a lighter skinned person so that her baby would come out beautiful. Mm. Mm. And for her, for the show to colorism to to say that all dark skinned young ladies have a problem with their self esteem in that way mm. is the way I took it, and. I will say some people do, but also some people don't. Some people love that that's the skin that they're in. Yeah. And that's just one example. Yeah. Um, why do all heavier women, black, dark skinned women in movies, why do they always have to have some tragic thing happen to them? They're not happy. And it's just, they're just living a terrible I would life. Just like Fat to people point are out always unhappy. No, did, did you guys not know that? I would just like to point out <laughs> that's that our that's fact. one heavy set black black woman, but in um oh my god drop dead diva 
Uh-huh. Oh my God, she died. She was a skinny woman who died. She came and then they back brought her as back a bigger as, person. As a fat and person. She, yeah, what a big, kind a of fat phobia? Oh my God. I don't want to say the term fat. If I say fat, I like to say P-H-A-T. Because I don't believe anybody's just fat, fat. I believe that, you know. Look, let's not get me. started on that. Cause anyway, but, anyway, but wait, that she, lady is white, though. I'm talking about dark skin, black women. She came back as a superpower high attorney who'd... Um, crushing the competition she's got three love interests like mm-hmm. that doesn't happen if you're the same type of person and black that's just it's what the media tells you you are if no matter what if you're white or if you, if you're white you're going to be successful you may not be successful as a skinny white person but you're going to be successful if you're black then you're going you're you have low self-esteem issues she's not the girl in the show Nisi. she's not going to college um she's staying with her aunt because her dad kicked her out it's like why are all these things happening to her when she she could go to college she could work through i know plenty of pregnant girls who went to college and worked through have a good job now and they're not suffering the way that she is portrayed in the show it's just it that goes into how the media also reinforces stereotypes or creates even new stereotypes. Like there aren't that many TV shows. I mean, Empire is a great show Ooh, in that it, it has a pretty much all black starring cast, which hasn't happened since like the nineties. So there Malaysia. aren't that many roles for black people and when they are in those roles they're either just like the best friend who has is just one dimensional doesn't have a life or if they do have a life they they've lived through some type of trauma they're from the projects they don't have a father they like if you're basically not a white skinny person who looks like every other white skinny person then you're you're going to not get as many roles you're not going to be as famous Mm -hmm. you're not going to be as great as this white skinny like if you don't like media basically if you're not white cis and you are a straight woman if you're not those things you're you're not going to be you're not going to be as great, and you're not going to rise above like everyone else. I think I read I mean, something. I mean, we have Will Smith. They, if if they're they do have, there there's always one actor black, black that's either a male or a female that rises above that, but it's only like one or two, and one of them is Will Smith. He he can get some good roles and stuff. And Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman, he's just become just like he either but plays a grandfatherly well, person that now. helps, he, he's not that helps the he whites is. find their way. Like <laughs> yeah. he doesn't have all his characters are, are mostly one dimensional now. Yeah, I'm talking about just as far as somebody that has depth in their character oh. and good stories. It's only really Will Smith, even Denzel Washington. He's not he's not the man anymore. So what about Idris Elba? What's what's the last thing he played in? Yeah, but Ta- and, uh, no good. You no said. good deeds. Yeah, no good deeds. I didn't see that I movie. Think. But I mean, he's not as big. He doesn't get roles like Will Smith. And then as soon as they said they were going to have him as one of the superheroes or whatever it was, everyone was like, no. No, it's James that, Bond, yeah. It was James Bond. They were like, no. See, that's why I don't James watch Bond Marvel or with, what, DC How could or you? none of that. Don't do that. But yeah. Um. Now, okay, we've talked a little bit about media. Let's let's talk about social Clickbait. media. Can we let's talk about, about social media. And how social media has its pros, of course, because we utilize social media 
pretty much all of us and this talk this podcast does too facebook.com slash talk it out podcast but can we talk about the negative effects of social media how like they've done studies and getting likes on on your your profiles and stuff like releases dopamine and it's like a high and and people they strive to get that high and how it's like there was a, it's unhealthy. There was actually a Facebook scandal that happened in 2014. I looked it up. And what Facebook did was they basically sent out to their users um, like really, really happy things on their timeline. And then other users, it was like really, really depressing things on their timeline. And they monitored like 600,000 users. And uh, like in the future posts, they seen if they were more positive or they were more negative. And it was basically like people who had seen more negative posts were more negative in their in their way of thinking in the future posts. People who were, were shown like dogs and cats and cute little things and were more positive posts always got like more like happier and were able to succeed and stuff like that and so it's just like it's so crazy how much media itself and likes and facebook and what you're seeing on your timeline like how much that affects you as a person and how much that can affect your future yeah i i think social media um not just that, but I think social media also, it has become a, we always knew cyberbullying took place, but right. I, I think it is now a, in a more of an in-your-face type thing. And really, in my opinion, it's for cowards because I will say anything to that I mean to somebody's face. I might not mean it at the moment, Ooh. but I, I mean, I'll mean it at the moment, but I probably You're won't mean it later. Fight. But I'm not afraid to say something to somebody's face. People who bully people on social media are cowards to me. And I really think it all depends on a lot of things like who you're following and who you're friends with and who you're not friends with on Facebook and stuff like that. Because for me, I see a lot of positive, like, uh, maybe like, like activist stuff because I refuse, absolutely refuse to have anyone (laughs) who is posting any type of blue lives matter or rebel flags and stuff like that on my Facebook. So a lot of it at the same time is because the media, it basically gathers or not the media, but like Facebook Facebook. and stuff like that gathers information from your interests and Mm -hmm. what you click on and what you like and what you share. So if you are sharing a lot of things that are negative, negative, right, then you're going to see a lot of things that are negative. I have a question for Gabby. Do you, do you, um, and, and KT, do you all, like just accept people on your social media like do you ha- like no. have to know them no uh, no i don't necessarily have to know them but i do screen them and i look through their likes <laughs> I and do. i look through their posts and stuff really? and if it's I, crazy I, I, then two, I'm a- two weeks i screen people for two weeks if i i don't screen people because <laughs> i'm never on there uh, i i literally come back and i have like 32 new friend uh-huh. requests and I just accept everybody and the next time I come back on I just have some more and I just accept because no, I don't really no, we don't do but that I don't really go on there That's as often thing. as I should I, I mean, actually, you're not you're not really on there I'm not so you on don't there. have to right. deal with the mess no I have like okay so for instance there was this lady and I'm not gonna say her name but there was this lady at the place that I work at <laughs> and her 
Facebook profile photo was like a rebel flag and her banner was Blue Lives Matter. And so then I was like, yeah, I'm not going to add you. And so then she posted a status and was like, I care about all lives, purple lives and green lives. There are no purple or green And I'm just like... I, I'm sorry that I'm not adding you on Facebook, but it's not that serious. Yeah, like, it's like really not that serious. Facebook has become like people will get into fights. People will hunt you yes, down if they you will. block them or they unfollow so them mad. on Facebook. Like, why is why is this website causing some so much turmoil? <laughs> turmoil. People are getting breaking up. People are cheating on each other. <laughs> people are finding out they're not really the daddy. All oh types of stuff. Catfishing people. Facebook. Catfishing people. Taking other people's identity to try to get and talk. It's crazy. Like, it's I don't know. Drama. But the good thing, going back to that, the good thing about social media and stuff is you can create the, the environment and the vibe. Like you were saying. Right. With, even though we can't do that with news on the TV, we can create the vibe on social media. Like she said, if you're liking positive people, if you're liking people that are talking about what you're talking about and you're blocking and deleting people that are bringing negative energy and stuff, you should be you should have a good experience on Facebook. I've I've had a good experience ever since I've I've started doing that. Yeah, because I I remember like uh, whenever the thing with Trayvon Martin came out and everyone was just, because obviously I'm white, so I had a lot of white friends that I was friends with, and, like, all these people were just being so racist and just so awful and, like, just saying the worst things, and I was like, nope, delete, 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 and I was like, I'm so glad I'm taking out all the trash. Like, I'm so happy. <laughs> like, I'm so glad. I don't have time for these people, and they just make me feel so bleh, and, like, it's not, it's just ridiculous. I, um... I personally, one reason I do accept everybody, I do think it gives people, like screening, like it gives people the power to say, no, I refuse to hear this. No, I refuse to hear that. And that's good. It's great for for that moment. But as people, if we refuse things that we don't want to hear, We'll never grow. We'll never learn. We have to come to a point in our life where we can hear something and acknowledge what you're saying, but still disagree with it and be on good terms. Look, I mean, Gabby, our mouths are both open. Like, I, I get that because I, I, agree, I agree. I agree. I agree. Because, on a second. Okay, <laughs> y'all, their mouths are open because I go <laughs> ham about voting. About voting, it's just something I'm very passionate about. But if I yeah. didn't, if I couldn't put my differences aside, I would not be here. You know, you right. know what I mean. I wouldn't be. But here. I think there's a difference between that and somebody saying something that's directly towards who you are and something that could could potentially Harm hurt you. you. Like if yeah. I was if I was a Muslim and I heard Donald Trump saying he wanted to oh, ban God. all Muslims from coming into here, he just I would me. think if somebody supporting Trump doesn't want me in America. Yeah. So why would I allow those people to be in my friends list? At some point you don't have to you can you can tolerate yeah. people you can live with them yeah somebody but you don't have to put them in your personal space i do if they're gonna be toxic to you and and harm you emotionally and, and, and that's and, why we and screen people you. yeah yeah that i do agree exactly i do agree with that people. part of screening people but I, that that was just more of a life fact that just popped into my yeah, head yeah, yeah, at the yeah. moment 
Oh yeah, of course. It, it's about accepting other people's opinions because that's you as an adult. You you need to accept that other people are different than you. But I don't have to accept that Jim Bob is over here using the N word on Facebook. Bob. Like I don't have to. So right. I can delete him and be like, bye. I don't care about you, Jim I Bob, and I feel can't. better. So who is Jim Bob? Casey? Just some random white person can't. name. Mm-hmm. Oh my God! Stop. <laughs> Just. What about John? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> That's her, y'all. I promise we don't have a script or nothing in front of her. She's just going off. These just, names. Just more in, more into the mainstream media and how they actually do control what we think of ourselves. Because it's yeah, on a yeah. commercial, we see um, people who are only a certain type. Then we'll believe, oh, this is the type of person that we need to be. Right. As far as um, in the media right now. Um, big booties and um, skinny waist, skinny, skin, super skinny waist, and big uh, tops are are in. Yeah, and, and I don't have a, a, a big booty or a big uh, top, or my waist ain't skinny, so I mm-hmm. guess I'm just out. And it, it it bothers me to the point where, in the place that I work, older women come in to try on clothes and it's like oh my gosh they're buying into it too because they're picking out junior outfits mm-hmm. that clearly they know are junior that it we have a sign that says <laughs> juniors and ladies uh-huh. the first place that women go to no matter who they are from 12 years old to 45 even 60 year old people they go to the junior department why are you 60 years old and trying okay, on so a junior drink? Okay, so that goes into the marketing, creating a need. If people think they are perfect the way they are, they're not going to buy your makeup. They're not going to spend money on these yes. clothes. They're not going to get this car. But if people think they're inadequate, if they think they, they're ugly, if they think they need to compensate for something because they're too short or too tall or whatever, they can buy whatever you want. So a part of marketing is making people think that, they're not worthy or they're not good enough. So I think that's that's important to, to think about as well. I also think that um, it has, the media has not only, it it's conditioned us to say not only is younger better or older better, but or I, thinner better. Or thinner better. I think it makes us forget if I'm 50, why would I want to go back and be a teenager again mm-hmm. because of the fact of the matter is that I've lived through this already. I've not personally, I hated high school. I hated school in general. I hated high school and middle school. Mm-hmm. I would give nothing to go back to high school simply because of the fact that I've been through that. I lived through that and I can now educate somebody else about that. Yeah. Well, why would I want to go back to make, I can, I can understand you know, everybody is, has regrets and, you know, I wish I had done that. But if we live in our regrets, we're never going to go towards our future. Which is why I hate the whole, I want to be my high school weight. You are 45 years old. Why do you want to be the size of a 16-year-old? That makes exactly. absolutely no sense to me. You are 23-year-olds. I want to be my high school weight. <laughs> you do not need to be the size of a 16-year-old. You are not 16. You're 23. It doesn't make any sense to me. And you're a grown woman, and you want to be the size of a 16-year-old. And that's why I think And we're this not whole... body shaming. I mean, we're not... 
that that's not yeah. body shaming because we accept all body types and all sizes. Right. We're just saying be comfortable with who you who are. You because are. Right. the thing is, if you're always striving, like you said, if you're always Ooh. striving to go back to the younger days, you don't have time to experience what's going on now. You're going to be 60, which you were 40 right. because you didn't experience, you didn't take time to experience what you had right then. You're just wasting your life away trying to wish back what then already happened. And exactly. For what? This is not a TV show. We don't have a time machine. Right. <laughs> but yeah, I just wanted to point out that that's, we're all on one accord with that. Oh my gosh! First time about when well, no, all Black Lives Matter. <laughs> yeah, we were kind of, yeah. kind of maybe on one accord, but we were all on one accord. That makes me happy. Yay! yay. Well, this has been Joy. This is KT, and this is Gabby, and that has podcast? been what this podcast was brought to you by Audible.com. dot oh, yeah. com. Let's not forget that. Shout out to my Audible. Audible dot com. What you reading today, Lexis, or what you listening to on? Audible.com. I am going to get me a good cookbook. Yo, if you're in high school and you hate reading them books, because I know I did most of them, we got (laughs) audio books for you. You can listen to it while you're on your way to school, while you're going to the gym, while you're over there Mm. supposed to be listening in class. You can do all of that stuff. (laughs) You can do it at the same time. Get it. Get it out the way because it's quicker when you listen to it. I love listening. I love listening to books because not only, not only. Wait, I do like the feel of a good book. Let's not get that Mm -hmm. wrong. But I do love listening to them because it lets me multitask and do what I need to do. Right, and I can sit in a in my car and listen to a book and not be distracted because it's like I'm listening to the radio. Yeah, and so now I know what I need to know for this particular subject or how to approach these people in and class that, that homework that you had that, that, and you're like oh my god we did I, never the, I, need to, I need to read this chapter on the way to a school you can walk into your class if you're in college and you can read or you don't have to read but the auto listen. book will just listen to it and it'll be great mm-hmm. but yeah, you could be listening uh, in class while they're talking about the we book. don't recommend that <laughs> but <laughs> You can get it done. I want y'all to get these audio books because these are going to change your life. They've changed yes. mine. I just signed up for it last week, and it's changed my life significantly. I'm uh, broadening my vocabulary. I'm reading she the dictionary. I'm listening to words. the dictionary. Ugh. Like, I have a plethora of words in which I can extract to uh, I got time to for convey your plethora. My, and, yeah, hit us up. Talk it out. At Talk It Out Podcast at Yahoo.com, Facebook.com slash Talk It Out Podcast, and listen to us on Instagram. SoundCloud.com slash Talk It Out Instagram For slash Talk memes. It Out Podcast. Really good stuff. We want to hear from you. Tell us what you thought. Give us your comments. And please concerns. tell us what co- topics you guys want to hear from us because we. We have trouble picking sometimes, and we get debate, big debates, and we don't need to be doing all that before the show starts. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want to hear about? Hit us up. Yeah, this I'm has been Gabby. Joy. Katie. Okay, again. Sorry. <laughs> this is Talk It Out. Talk It Out. Talk It Out. Talk It Out. Talk. 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 <laughs>